Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your hosts, Michael Ross and Christian Lipinski, and me, Rachel Bathgate. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hi, Christian Lipinski here, and welcome to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. Now, we took a quick break last week, you may have noticed, but we're back now and excited for this episode. And speaking of I Meet Hotel events, uh, don't forget we have an upcoming uh, event on June 3rd from 2 to 4 p.m. Central European time. So we'll be speaking about the Knock region, but specifically we're going to try to talk more about what pandemic trends are going to be here to stay. So that means if you're a hospitality expert, if you're a travel expert, or you just want to know what's happening in the world, make sure you go to imeethotel.com and sign up for that event. One pandemic trend we've been observing is demand for safety and security. And it's actually in response to this and in partnership with Satu and AXA that Bidroom is set to roll out its new safe membership plan. So keep an eye out for that. It's going to include travel insurance, COVID-related cancellations, and discounts and services like iVisa, SkyCop, and Blue Ribbon Bag. To talk about the landscape and insurance platform Setu, we have with us today Noam Shapira. He's the co-founder and co-CEO of Situ. Situ Insurance as a service platform allows online businesses to create and embed insurance products tailored to the consumer needs. And by that, help the consumer feel safe towards the trip, improve conversion, increase ancillary revenues, and provide a delightful customer experience. Noam, welcome and thanks for joining us today. I'm really glad to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing very fine, and thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've been looking forward for, to this conversation, uh, especially with everything that's going on in the world today, and I think it's going to be a really interesting topic. So, Noam, uh, to start off, I wanted to ask you what inspired the name, uh, but most importantly, what's the concept of Situ? So, f- first of all, let me in a nutshell maybe say Situ comes from the French phrase Situ, which is practically meaning uh, that's it or that's all. And uh, this basically hides behind it the concepts of Setu. Uh, so as you might know, we are an insurtech startup. I personally have been in the high-tech industry for more than 25 years. I was involved in uh, multiple startups. Setu I founded with my long-term uh, friend, Eyal, who is my co-founder, mm-hmm. about four years ago. Mm-hmm. And this uh, was the first time that we did an insurance startup. Before that, uh, the only interaction that I actually had with insurance uh, was as a consumer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always perceived insurance as a very, uh, and probably uh, rightfully, mm-hmm. as a super complex product, a product that is uh, that I pay for. And I never understand what exactly am mm-hmm. I going to get or what are <laughs> my rights. Yeah, it's see. how to understand. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you look at the insurance and how many dot points, 14.1, 14.2. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Continue, please. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and more than that, you know, that it's it's very hard to understand you how to trust and and when when you need it, actually, and, you know, the the process of claiming is quite complex Mm -hmm. and you actually don't even actually know if you're going to get your money back and so on. 
So we started Setu, as mentioned, in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, back then, with the mind of helping consumers mm-hmm. when they buy online, meaning through an online uh, e-commerce uh, site, right. to get the best and most relevant insurance products. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to have very simple, very transparent, very immediate products. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than that, uh, knowing that you know when you go to online businesses like uh, online travel agents, and so they probably know their consumers much better than we do. Sure. And therefore, what we wanted to do is to allow them to build their own insurance product. Mm-hmm. So we have we built a platform that allows online businesses. Mm-hmm to build personalized insurance products that are relevant to their consumers. The type of products that we allow them to do many times is what we know, what is known as parametric insurance product, which actually mm-hmm. practically means, and I will touch it probably later on, mm-hmm. very simple products with immediate payout, meaning that you don't need even to do a claim. We actually, mm-hmm. if somebody thinks that happens to you, mm-hmm. our platform monitors that. And we pay you without the need for doing a claim process. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, so going back, I was going to say, you know, that 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 timing with with uh, being paid out and uh, you know with insurance and having to fill all these forms and waiting. Uh, so what you're saying is that uh, it's more of an instant thing that you know you're not having to wait for months and on the phone with you guys every 20 minute, you know, every 20 weeks, going, "Hey, I'm going to get a refund yet." Exactly. We send you an SMS saying, for example, unfortunately. It seems that your flight was canceled. We just deposited it in your bank account or in your credit card, mm-hmm. so and so money. So just going back to your question, you asked about why do we call it Setu? What's right. the source of the name? So again, it's going back to the French phrase, that's all. It's that simple, mm-hmm. which practically means that the insurance products that we sell are very simple to, to understand. Mm-hmm. And if there's something goes wrong, we pay you instantly. Setu, that's all. And also, when you know we we build the platform, we build it in a way that allows the, our customers to build many types of products in the fastest mm-hmm. and cheapest way that there is. So basically, it's a two. It's that simple creating new types of products. Mm-hmm. So so can you walk me through a scenario where set two? would help a customer? I mean, it looks like you started offering insurance against uh, against the weather. Yeah. So if I take a. a as you rightfully mentioned, I think at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, we need to understand who are our customers. So mm-hmm. we are a B2B2C company. A B2B2C practically means business to business to consumers, mm-hmm. which means that we work with online businesses to improve their business. Right. So our insurance as a service platform is helping them to build insurance products that delight their consumers. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, their customers, their consumers. With our solution, they are uh, able to improve uh, multiple KPIs, like customer satisfaction, doing differentiating versus other cost- uh, versus other providers, mm-hmm. increasing ancillary revenues, increasing conversion, and change uh, consumer habits. You can think about, you know, like uh, uh, helping consumer decide earlier in the journey to buy a product, at buying the last minute, and so on. Mm-hmm. So our solution. Uh, allows this uh, online business uh, to build the personal ins- uh, insurance products, right. take into account what the consumers are buying. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a few examples. So you can think about a consumer that is buying a flight mm-hmm. from Paris to Munich, coming back in the evening for business. 
for this consumer, you're most likely going to provide something that is related to the flight execution, right? Maybe yeah. if the flight is delayed two hours, you're going to get your money back. Mm -hmm. And if they, the consumer is traveling to a weekend in Palma de Mallorca with her spouses, mm -hmm. you might offer them a weather guarantee, something like if three days before you go on vacation, it says that it's going to rain all through their vacation, mm -hmm. you can cancel your vacation and get your money back. Uh, and if uh, she's traveling with her family to a safari vacation uh, in Kenya, uh, you might consider might more extensive medical uh, assistance insurance or something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So as, as I mentioned, we talked about parametric insurance products. And basically what we are providing to our customers to allow their consumers are both parametric insurance products and more traditional types of insurance. Okay. Yeah. Um, from all these different scenarios, there's a lot that can happen. I mean, exact uh, example with Bidroom, um, you know, you help personalize an insurance membership package uh, for the customers. So maybe you can uh, give us a little example of what that looks like and uh, how that business model works. Yes, absolutely. So I'll give you an example. We have a, a camping related company mm -hmm. that asked us to bid in their customer journey an insurance product. Mm -hmm. They faced a situation where the consumers were concerned about weather, a rainy, uh, rainy weather during the vacation. Mm -hmm. And basically the product that we allow them to build into their customer journey looks as following. It says, if during your vacation, uh, if before your vacation, there's going to be a weather forecast that says that it's going to rain, mm -hmm. we will send you an SMS letting you cancel the vacation or change the, the, the time of the vacation. Mm -hmm. And actually what our platform does is few days before, three days before the vacation, it detects the weather uh, uh, at that specific location mm -hmm. and monitors uh, what's going to happen. And basically, if it's if the trigger is uh, triggered mm -hmm. and it's going to rain free out of the five days that you're going on vacation, we will send you an SMS saying, unfortunately, it seems that it's going to rain. Mm -hmm. Would you like to cancel? And then we immediately compensate you to your credit card. Mm -hmm. Or alternatively, we connect you with the uh, site and allow you to uh, book a different kind of uh, vacation. Unless you like rain, then you just keep the vacation. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, really, well, you know, that's, that's actually true. You, know? you never know. Yeah. When so I was talking with, you know, where festivals, uh, rock yeah. festivals and so yeah. when you talk about the teenagers, they say, well, yeah. the rain is fun because it's it funny. becomes muddy and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you get the insurance uh, for the rain. If it's not going to rain, then I want my money back. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if that's not too muddy, I want my money back. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, you've had a lot of awards, you know, from Focusrite, HomeAway, Digital Insurance Agenda, Insurance Times. I mean, what, what are you guys there at uh, C2 most proud of, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, over the last 12 months? Uh, you know, what is it looking like? Yeah. So I, I think in general, we, we, yeah, we, we've won a few prizes, which is always great. You know, it's not a, a nice PR of everything. But I think that the things that we are more proud of is actually... Uh, our customers uh, using our the platform, our customers meaning the online business, mm -hmm. and also the consumers that are getting these products. Mm -hmm. So from our customer side, the online businesses, we were able to create multiple types of products with them. We were able to integrate, improve their business, mainly mm -hmm. uh, in gaining more ancillary revenues and creating very cool and differentiating products. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, on the consumer side, and again, while we are not a B2C company, we still do uh, get feedbacks uh, and we do see the consumers and we're very happy every once in a while to get a thank you message and say, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. We were so surprised that you connected us and that we had to connect you in order to get the money. And mm-hmm. So that's another thing that we're quite uh, happy with. Mm-hmm. Uh, needless to say, in the last 12 months, the COVID was quite uh, dominant in yeah. all of our lives. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that uh, we were really proud, of course, is that we were able to, uh, again, consumers didn't fly much, but we were able to secure some deals with the exciting businesses like Bidron itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another thing that we are quite excited about. Well, you know what that sound is. It's time to take a quick break for industry updates with me. Ray Bathgate. Here's what you should know for June 1st, 2021. The general expectation is for an upcoming travel rebound. In anticipation for this, and in one of its biggest platform updates, Airbnb has introduced more than 100 new features. This includes flexible dates, for example, or unique properties like castles or treehouses. Meanwhile, the hotel Motto by Hilton is making its European debut, especially suited to traveling groups with its possibility to create interconnected rooms. And eDreams ODGO has highlighted the business's subscription service as its, quote, great growth opportunity. Expedia Group is going through an operational restructuring plan, adding top executives from Apple and Verizon with the departure of three current executives. It'll operate with, quote, four key pillars, Expedia Services, Expedia Brands, Expedia Marketplace, and Expedia for Business. And customer satisfaction saw a significant rise, said flight meta-search site Skyscanner, after integrating Travel Perks API, TravelSafe, for COVID-19 travel advice. This API provides daily updates on travel info, documentation requirements, and more. Skyscanner said it saw a 40% increase in customer satisfaction. And that's the main industry news roundup for now. I'm Ray Bathgate. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, Ray, for the updates. All right, let's get back to it. Noam, I want to talk a little bit more about the landscape of insurance and safety. Now, before COVID, you had talked before in the media about how the travel industry has changed in the last 10 years. Now, how has insurance needs evolved uh, over this last decade? Yeah, so so basically, I think like uh, many things that happened in uh, the travel, the online travel industry, where competition is quite fierce, um, travel insurance became a very important thing, both from the consumer side, but also from the businesses side, uh, due to the high competition. And I can tell you that in general, um, and you probably know it as a consumer as well, that mm-hmm. today have lots of varieties of, and possibilities of ordering in multiple places, right. which practically means that many times uh, you do need, a, a, as an online business, an online travel agent or a travel player, to find ways, A, to differentiate, mm-hmm. B, 
to generate ancillary revenues because the actual margins that you're doing from selling your core products are quite going down. Mm-hmm. And this is where uh, insurance many times comes to the help, like uh, uh, being a very important uh, ancillary product, which is valued very much by consumers. Mm-hmm. What we've been able to see is that there is a demand of A, integrating the insurance within the customer journey purchase process, mainly embedding it and uh, allowing the consumer to choose. Mm-hmm. B, one thing that uh, we've seen that there's a request of actually identifying better what may be the concerns mm-hmm. that the consumer may have and adjusting according to that. As mentioned earlier, uh, if a consumer is traveling for a weekend from Paris to Nice, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that he necessarily needs the same thing if he's traveling uh, for a Jeep uh, expedite in, uh, in uh, Africa or wherever. Uh, the second thing that we've seen is the issue of immediacy. And this is actually, we see it also very much in insurance. Uh, consumers um, don't like complex products. Mm-hmm. They want simple, coherent, and very friendly type of products. And this is another thing that we've seen quite uh, uh, extensively uh, in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, coming back to uh, the ability uh, to uh, build a personalized, relevant kind of products. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we've seen that, uh, and this is something that we see many much, and the travel industry is changing quite a bit, so, you know, technologies, uh, uh, advancing and you start seeing many things, many things around content, meaning like uh, the types of products that are available. One of the things is an example that you can give is something that you might be familiar with, which is a uh, virtual interlining. Virtual interlining meaning that you take a flight mm-hmm. from uh, A to B and you don't do it with the same airline or with the same alliance of airlines, mm-hmm. but actually you tailor the flight First mm-hmm. flight can be EasyJet, the second flight might be Lufthansa, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then comes the issue of what happens if uh, the first flight is is canceled or delayed and you won't make your second flight. And and then that's the place that the insurance needs to come to, right? So again, mm-hmm. there's an intensely growing type of products and content mm-hmm. uh, types. And the ability to tailor new types of products to this specific concern mm-hmm. becomes uh, quite relevant, quite important. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a couple months ago, Reuters said that uh, the so-called COVID travel insurance has become more important. Uh, this year must have been pretty interesting for uh, C2. Uh, what was the last 12 months like for you guys? As a human being on the planet, it was not an easy year, right? No. Uh, unfortunately, seeing uh, lots of things going around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of uh, sick people, lots of death, and so mm-hmm. on. That's uh, always an, a, a bad situation to right. be here. And in general, you know, going to the travel industry specifically, mm-hmm. um, uh, travelers uh, traveled less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still uh, see 2020 as, a, a, in a sense, a few good things that happened to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, in general, uh, the COVID generated a situation where people have in mind that things can go wrong. Right. And therefore, there's a much more appetite for the need for insurance, maybe related directly to pandemic or mm-hmm. maybe related to a, a, 
the execution of the uh, the different uh, airlines or yep. the hotels and so on and so on. I think that's, so yeah. lot- I was going to say, I think that's really important what you guys are doing too, is because, you know, there could be, you know, like you said, and like we talked about earlier about how much different points there are in insurance and you got to meet all these different criteria. And so most time you see insurance on something, you know, add the extra insurance. You're like, I'm not even going to bother because I know I'm not going to get anything out of it. And what you guys are doing is you're making a very clear process, which uh, I don't see very often at all. Very clear and transparent process. If this happens, this is what's going to happen. And then it happens instantaneously. So I, I can see that you guys are doing a lot of important things for insurance as well. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, 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 and again, the we, while, you know, the number of consumers that uh, was not amazing or took a vacation was not amazing, as you probably know, mm-hmm. uh, we were able to work with new partners and engage with new uh, online travel agents mm-hmm. and booking sites and hotel sites and so on, which all believe that once travel is coming back, and by the way, it is, you know, we're, we are now in the end of May and we are starting to see the numbers a bit more positively going up and i hope it's this trend will continue mm-hmm. uh, but once the consumers are back insurance is going to be a very important uh, factor yeah. in that and the ability to give a good product to consumer personal uh, product to consumer that's uh, great mm-hmm. on top of that you know we did the uh, maybe one word to say and you probably know that uh, uh, but the, the world of travel and uh, when you talk about international travel uh, uh, Mm-hmm. The numbers were really down the drains uh, during this uh, COVID yeah. period. However, domestic travel, meaning consumers traveling within the country, mm-hmm. uh, over there it did see uh, much more uh, uh, traffic and uh, bookings. Mm-hmm. Again, not in the levels of 2019, but much better than the others. Sure. And that's, again, you know, the place for uh, customers of ours that are dealing with booking mm-hmm. uh, uh, and that's a great uh, thing for us. Well, that's a, that's a good lead-in uh, to my next question, you know, about domestic travel and things like this. Now, Europe is a different beast than, let's say, the U.S. Um, you know, how different is that landscape throughout Europe, throughout the United States or uh, North America or other places that you guys are in? Uh, how do you have to approach those two different markets? Yeah, so first of all, it's true. First of all, consumer behaviors are different, and not only between the EU and the US, actually, in the EU itself, uh, consumers are uh, behaving differently, right? So, for instance, if you you talk about Europe, you can see that Northern European countries, consumers are buying more insurance than Southern European, or at least that was the case before the COVID. in terms of uh, U.S. travel, and needless to say, many of the travel over there is within the U.S. What we do see, however, that uh, in a sense, the COVID, unfortunately, of course, created uh, some kind of awareness that, in a sense, uh, we see the same behavior in terms of insurance appetite, both in the U.S. and the, in the EU, of making sure that uh, the consumer is covered. You know, if I, if I travel and I don't have identified as a, a as a COVID positive or something, I can cancel my flight, etc. Mm-hmm. So we do see things like that uh, globally, mm-hmm. uh, in that sense. Um, in, in in general, uh, maybe it's worth saying. Uh, up to now, we were very Europe centric. Uh, actually, in, in 2021, this is the time that we are going to go to the US, mm-hmm. and we are actually starting to build. Uh, hopefully, in the next few weeks, maybe next time that you. 
asked me to come. Yeah. It will be after an announcement that we're doing that yeah. we're merging with a US-based company, and which means that we're going to be much more stronger there. Over there, the market is dominated by a few legacy players, mm-hmm. and the products are quite traditional. Mm-hmm. So we believe that we'll be able to give some new innovation mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll have to actually uh, do another interview with you once you uh, head to the U.S. and then we can get a little bit better look of what things look like there. Uh, So I got one more question for you before we wrap up today. Uh, And as we said before, uh, we have an upcoming event, uh, I Meet Hotel Doc Region, where we're going to talk about trends that will stay post-pandemic. Because, you know, you see during the pandemic, there's a lot of innovation that came out of it and a lot of new services and you know, self-check-ins and, you know, things like this. However, is that going to happen post-pandemic? Because eventually we're going to be out of this pandemic. And, you know, do we go back to the way things were in 2019? Or has the pandemic, you know, shifted how we travel, uh, you know, forever? So what do you see uh, or foresee with the travel insurance in the future? Well, I, I think that travel will not be the same. Okay, it's not going to be going back totally back. It's going to have its statement. I think consumers are at least in the foreseeable future. Future are going to be very minded on getting their insurance ability to cancel again. You can, you once you have one hit of a case where your trip was canceled and you didn't get your money, or you heard about something like that, people are much more interested in such uh, uh, products. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, again, uh, there was an involvement going in travel insurance. And again, I hope that we are a very big and important part of that. Mm-hmm. So travel is changing anyway. Travel insurance is changing anyway. And mm-hmm. this is something that uh, anyway will be changed. Uh, you would see more specific kind of insurances, uh, different insurance, different consumers. And so mm-hmm. in general, you know, COVID changed the travel and travel in many senses, right? So yep. Suddenly, you traveling with a mask on your face it does not sound something that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's peculiar. Yep. Uh, so I guess that many things uh, will uh, take time till they change back. Mm-hmm. Well, Noam, uh, I want to say thank you for joining me today. Uh, one more thing for you. Uh, if businesses want to get a hold of you uh, or look at you know, building some kind of program with you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? So the best way is actually connecting directly to me. My name is Noam. It's Noam at Setu, N-O-A-M at Setu.com. And uh, I'd love to help. Really? Really, Noam, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. uh, And uh, we'll speak soon. Thank you for having me. That was very exciting. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. 
The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.